to the I Love Cambridge podcast, the show that brings you great stories from people in our community in many different businesses and walks of life. With your host, Walter Montero, a real estate and mortgage agent in Cambridge, Ontario, and had the privilege of serving the Cambridge community since 1987. Tune in and enjoy this week's episode. In this episode, our host, Walter Montero, meets Mark Silverthorne to discuss consumer debts and why people should refer to a professional concerning debt issues. He is a debt coach, author, and retired lawyer who provides invaluable practical advice for anyone wanting to eliminate their debt. Join us as we learn more about his profession and how he assists consumers with their debts. Cambridge uh, podcast. This is podcast number two, and uh, we've got a, a, a great guest today. His name is Mark Silverthorne. Uh, Mark is a former resident of Cambridge, but he lives in Kitchener, so he lives in the Waterloo region, so he still, he still qualifies. But what's interesting about Mark's uh, profession is uh, Mark is a lawyer, uh, specifically a consumer lawyer that specializes in debt. Is that correct, Mark? That's, that's correct, Walter. Okay, perfect. So t- let's start off by that because uh, let's talk a little bit about that because I know a lot of times when people feel themselves in a situation where they need to refer to a professional with regards to debt issues, right away the, the reflex is to go to a trustee in bankruptcy. So where, where do you fit in this picture in terms of helping people with consumer debt? Well, one of the things um, I do, and I give a free 10-minute telephone uh, consultation, is that when people tell me what their debt problem is, I'll, I can, you know, w- within about 10 minutes, I've got a pretty good idea of what their situation is and what might be the, the best one or two options for them. And there's a, a broad range of potential uh, options that people have when they, when they have debt problems. I see. Okay, so when so when somebody's in a, a situation, when, when would they when would they call you uh, as opposed to a trustee? Would they call you first, or do you come in after? Where where does your role uh, lie? Yeah, they would call me first. I mean, okay. For for example, if um, if someone is having difficulty making the minimum monthly payments on their credit cards, yep, that would be a good time to call me. If someone has been sued. Yep. I creditor, that would be a good time to sue me. If if someone call me, if yep. someone is um, getting calls from uh, you know their creditors about you know late payments, if someone has some um, items on their credit report that they don't think should be there, yep. Um, if someone is concerned that they're going to be sued and they don't want to be you know they don't want to lien put on their house or they don't want to have their wages garnished. They may want to call me. Um, so there, there's a number of if someone's got a, a like a judgment on their house and and there's a they've got a judgment against them and there's a lien on their house. I mean, one of the ways that I can really help them is if they're if they've got accounts that are in collections or unpaid judgments and they're they're going to get some mortgage refinancing. That's a wonderful opportunity for me to try and negotiate settlements with their creditors and, and reduce potentially thousands of dollars of debt that they would owe to their creditors. Yep. And we, and, and you and I have done that in the past with uh, some, uh, some of our, our clients. So that's, and, it, and, and it's worked out really well. Now, one thing I, I want to touch on a couple of things here. You, you've got uh, 
you've got a lot of recognition, a lot of it. You've got a lot of exposure. I saw you were on the CBC Marketplace. You've been on breakfast television, and um, you, you're on a series of podcasts. There's there's just been a recent case that you've you've had quite a bit of publicity with with regards to uh, um, somebody being chased down by a. I, I guess an illegal collection agency or something along those lines. Yeah, um, I had a client who was sued by. Um, uh, uh, there's a debt buyer out of London called Canna Seed, and they sued my client for forty three thousand dollars. And I brought a motion to dismiss that lawsuit, and the uh, the motions court judge he not only dismissed or threw out this forty three thousand dollar lawsuit. But he also indicated that the uh, candidacy, the debt buyer, would have to pay my client uh, costs of just under $6,500. Oh, wow. Now, the, the, the judge threw out the, uh, the debt buyer's claim on two grounds. Number one, they were operating as an illegal collection agency. And secondly, that they hadn't proved that there was a, a valid absolute assignment of the debt. Oh, wow. Okay. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, so uh, tell me now, uh, I, uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is that uh, there is a statute of limitations in terms of, of uh, how long somebody has to collect a debt. Is that correct? That, that's correct. And, and basically what happens is, when the statute of limitations expires, then that gives the consumer the right to raise a defense if they are sued. The debt does not magically disappear. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. And, and the, in Ontario, the limitation period is two years. Um, it's a little difficult uh, to put a precise timing on it in terms of when the debt expires. I would, the best rule of thumb is, it's about two years and six months, two years and nine months from the date of your last payment. Okay. That's a, that's a good rule of thumb if you wanna have some idea as to when the limitation period has expired on your debt. Now, one of the points I'd like to make is a consumer can't take advantage of the expiry of a limitation period on all types of debt. So for example, um, anything, any monies owing to the government, that's not gonna help you. Um, if you've got monies um, that are owing uh, like child support or spousal support, that's not going to help a debtor. Um, so there's not all debt is, is, um, is, is gonna, the, the expiry of a limitation period basically is only going to help you when it comes to consumer debt. I see. Okay. So there are a whole bunch of caveats in terms of what actual debt qualifies within the parameters of that limitation. Correct. I see. Okay, good. Now, um, you also you also wrote a, a, a book, uh, I guess, um, um, how, how long ago did you write it, uh, the, uh, the book? It was about nine years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the, I wrote the book in 2010, and the book is based upon, um, I spent 12 years as a collection agency lawyer 
I think it was from 1994 to 2006. And I worked for four of the largest collection agencies in Canada. And my uh, office would sit right on the collection floor at some of these collection agencies. I'd open my door and there'd be between 50 and 100 collectors working outside my door. Oh, wow. So I just lived and breathed what the collection agencies did. So I really know how they operate. And that gives me a tremendous advantage if I'm representing a consumer and I'm dealing with a collector at a collection agency because I know all their tricks. Okay. So now the, the one thing I am sorry, my mind kind of goes all over the place. <laughs> so what are the things that you talked about with regards to that case you just recently won was that the, the collection agency was not operating under legal pretenses. And so what, what makes the what's the difference between a legal uh, collection agency and an illegal collection agency? Okay. In Ontario, um, we've got a law called the Ontario Collection and Debt Settlement Services Act. And under that act, if you fall within the definition of uh, a collection agency, then you have to be registered as a collection agency. And there's three different sort of uh, creatures that get, fall within the definition of a collection agency. One is a traditional collection agency. Mm -hmm. The second one is a debt settlement firm, firms that help negotiate settlements on behalf of consumers. And the third category are debt buyers. And a debt buyer is a firm that purchases unpaid accounts. And so in the court case that I recently successfully represented a consumer, there was a company that had purchased accounts but the, and they had sued in their own name, but they had not gone to the trouble of registering as a collection agency. Oh boy, okay. And how long were they actually in business? Well, uh, Canacee Credit, uh, I'm sorry, Canacee Financial Group mm -hmm. um, is based out of London. And according to their website, they've invested, I think, $350 million over the last eight years acquiring uh, purchase debt from financial, major financial institutions. And you have to re realize that they may have only paid one and a half or two or three cents on the dollar to get that debt. So we're talking, they're a major player. Yep. And one of their affiliates is a, is a company called Canaseed Credit LP. And that was the particular corporate entity that sued my client. And for whatever reason, they did not obtain registration as a collection agency. Oh, wow. It, it, that seems like such a simple mistake that cost them a lot of money. Well, and, you know, they, it would have probably cost them about $2,000 to, to get registered. Wow. Now, have they since registered? Do you know? or I, They've appealed the decision. So. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the saga continues. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. Very good. So... Uh, now you were you lived in uh, you lived in Cambridge for a couple of years, and yes. now you're living in Kitchener. So um, tell me a little bit about what you loved about Cambridge. Well, I, th I think probably one of my fa all time favorite things in Cambridge is to um, to go cycling on the 
uh, Cambridge to Paris rail trail. Oh yeah, no, that is beautiful. It's yeah. it's gorgeous. It's very it's a it's a safe way to go cycling. I don't particularly enjoy cycling on the road and sharing the road with cars. Right. So it's very safe and right. it's it's beautiful and it's 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 in sort of a the, there's a lot of tree cover so you don't get a lot of wind and it, it's very cool in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a beautiful trail. I've walked it a few times, and actually, it's it's so interesting to see such a beautiful trail not be uh, like heavily used. I never see a lot of people on it, so it's 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 almost like a, a real secret. Yeah, and I I think the 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 city, and I guess it would be the city of Paris and the city of Cambridge should do more to promote it as a tourist destination. Yeah, no, for sure. No, for sure, for sure. Okay, so in terms of uh, getting back to what you actually do, um, what would be what would be the first step if somebody was actually in a in a jam and they wanted to reach out to you? Where would they where would they where could they find you? Well, I've got a website. It's called SilverthornLaw.ca. Okay, so um, they could do that. Um, I mean, my phone number is 519-987-3270. They could call me, and I give a free 10-minute telephone consultation. Yep. So I, I'm happy to speak to someone for 10 minutes, and I don't charge for that. Oh, that's great. I'm just sharing your website right now uh, because this also goes on YouTube. So uh, I've got uh, your, your website up here now, Silverthorn Lock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, very good. I've uh, also yeah, go ahead. Say, I also have a lot of um, YouTube videos. Yep. So I've got two YouTube video channels. One is Mark Silverthorne with a space, and the other one is Mark Silverthorne Lawyer. So I think on those two YouTube channels, I've got somewhere in the neighborhood of 100, 125 YouTube videos. Oh, that's great. Okay, so I'll be sure to share those as well. Uh, I got to tell you, Mark, uh, I, I, when I was look, looking at some of the links of uh, the YouTube videos that you sent me, I think I found one of you doing a karaoke in a... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if my daughters ever saw that, I think they'd disown me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked like a lot of fun. I thought, there, now there's the guy I want to call. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a story to that. The, the, uh, the, the costume that I was wearing is that it was at Halloween. It was a British soldier's uh, uniform from the War of 1812. Oh, I see. Okay. So my wife, Danny, she took me down to Malabar's, which is a place in Toronto where they, they get costumes for, for movie sets. Oh, yes. Okay. So, so I, you know, I went to a lot of trouble uh, to get this to get this uniform for that karaoke year. <laughs> but I, I've not been offered a recording contract after after that karaoke year. <laughs> it, it, it didn't go anywhere. So you're not like Justin Bieber or anything. No, no I'm going to keep my day job. <laughs> Very good. Now let me ask you a question. With regards to Cambridge again, favorite restaurant? Uh, Obie's. Oh, that's a great place. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just... We've probably been there about a dozen times, yep. and I have to say, every time, <laughs> it was just excellent. Yeah, no, the food is really good there. Uh, they're right, you know, they're, you're talking about the place right on the corner of Pinebush and Franklin. 
Correct. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great place for sure. Now, let me ask you, if you had a magic wand and you could change anything about Cambridge, what would you change? Um, you know, I'm not sure. I, I um, you know, I, I guess, I guess the, the downtown, you know, the older part, I'm not sure. Downtown specifically, I guess, what you're talking about? Yeah, the, yep. by the river. Yep. Um, and I, I know that they're, they're, they're doing things to sort of, um, improve that. Yep. Um, it, and, and I'm, I'm sure that over the next five or 10 years, it's going to be redeveloped to a certain extent and there's going to be more amenities down there. I mean, I know we've, you know, go to the, 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 the live theater down there. It used to be called a. Oh, the Drayton, Drayton theater. Now it's called the, the Hamilton family theater. Right. Yep. We, we've gone there and it, it's wonderful. So there's, there's a lot of nice things downtown. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, things could be done to sort of uh, make it a more uh, attractive place for, for people to come and, and, you know, spend, spend time. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's certainly in transition. Uh, there, there are some good things going on down there, especially with this, this new gaslight project that's going on. And mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think uh, the wheels are definitely in motion. Let's hope it, uh, let's hope it, uh, it takes and, um, and it changes down there. Now, you know, obviously a little bit of the divide of uh, Cambridge, Galt, Preston and Hespler. What's your favorite spot? Well, I think that I used to live in North Galt. Um, yes. Okay. So I, I'm, that's where I'm familiar with. I'm, okay. I'm I'm not too familiar with the other the other parts. I mean, the thing about Cambridge, it's so spread out. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Cambridge is. Uh, it's funny, you know, because uh, me being in the real estate business, you'll get people moving in from out of town, and they think they're coming to Cambridge, which of course they are. But they're after they're here for a few months, and you follow up with them and say, you know, how do you like it? And they say. Well, we love it, but we're trying to get a hand. What what's Galt, Preston, and Hesper? We don't even know, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's like out of it. You've got a city with three downtowns. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly for sure. All right, very good. So, is there any questions that uh, that I asked you that I uh, or that I didn't ask you that I should have? No, no. Perfect. All right. Again, thank you very much for your time, Mark. I, I greatly appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure, Walter. Thanks for listening to I Love Cambridge with Walter Montero. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest updates to I Love Cambridge, you can check ilovecambridge.ca and you like our Facebook page, I Love Cambridge, Ontario. Thanks again. See you next time.